Strings and Things, a Unificational Meta-Theory for All Linguistics, by Translator, from Volume 167, Number 2, of Speculative Grammarian, May 2013. Despite the best efforts in those sciences that ignore the importance of morphological historiography, it has so far proved impossible to provide one theory to rule them all. Thus, as head of the largest group of linguistic meta-theoreticians in the whole world, I feel that it falls to me to propose and prove a grand theory of everything linguistic. First, it is necessary to outline the main reasons for the creation of linguistic theories. According to my exhaustive research, there are only three rationales that require investigation. Rationale 1. Linguistic theories are invented in the vain hope that they might actually explain data. This is, of course, the rarest reason. One only has to examine the contents of any theoretical work in the field of linguistics to realize that data, for most theories, either it consists of things invented by the theorist and subsequently defined as typical or grammatical. A contrary example, of course, is those theories that are created ex nihilo and ad hoc by those unwise enough to dabble in the dark recesses of experimental or field studies. These theories tend to be devoid of any philosophical merit and thus tend to be ignored by the larger research community. Subsequently, rather than being classed as theories, they are labelled conjectures and left ignored in volumes including error bars and... Footnote, the original manuscript was unreadable at this point due to scratch marks and what our editorial administrators assumed was spittle. We thus pass on to the second, more logical rationale. Rationale 2. Linguistic theories are invented in the vain hope of setting the research agenda. It is well-known fact that many linguistics professors dream of having their own army of lackeys to do their bidding. Given that few funding councils are willing to pay for manor houses, moats, and feudal retainers in the current economic climate, the nearest that one can ever come to achieving the same is to set the agenda for what is interesting. It is commonly believed that a thing only exists after a theorist has written a paper about it, and thus many theories are written to attempt to limit or even stretch the boundaries of what counts as linguistics. The aforementioned field and experimental linguistics have, in an example of extremely poor taste, set about undermining this honoured principle by importing theories from non-linguistic fields. Thus, interpreting studies scholars have dared to use theories from sociology and psychology, evolutionary linguists have dared to turn to archaeology, and even our most faithful companions in literary linguistics have begun to betray their upbringing and use maths. Setting the research agenda is now much more difficult than it used to be. Gone are the halcyon days when a bearded theorist could dream up a prospective theory on temporal adverbials and have hundreds of postdocs run to analyse it. Instead, though it pains me to write this, the field has reached a stage where no one actually sets the research agenda. Like a wild, untamed beast, it goes where it alone wills. Rationale 3. Linguistic theories are invented as an attempt to become famous for creating linguistic theories. Thus we arrive at the most common rationale for linguistic theories, fame. Here we are not talking about fame in the vulgar, worldly sense involving Porsches, pretty people and paparazzi. The type of fame sought by linguistic theorists involves selling more than 14 copies of your latest monograph, having your name engraved on your office door, and being able to pretend that you are mildly perturbed by the amount of attention you receive at conferences. It almost goes without saying that this kind of fame cannot be found by explaining mounds of data or expounding ideas that are subsequently researched in depth. To do so would expose theorists to the danger that their theory might actually become testable and, perish the thought, be shown to be incorrect. 
No, the greatest and most powerful linguistic theories are those that can withstand the pressure of data by being entirely impervious to investigation.